Welcome to the Making Laps Podcast. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Making Laps Podcast. I am your host, Brent Gleason. Alongside me is my co-host and brother, Jesse Gleason. Good evening, everyone. With us on the line is our Florida connection, Phil Jakes. I can't do it. <laughs> this is terrible. Make it end. No, we're going to let this fire. go. I think we'll let this go for a minute. Nice Thumb 41 sticker. Oh, Oasis. There's a Green Day sticker on there too. Where's the silver chair sticker? His pencil thin mustache is fantastic. His hair is very shiny. Gun to put a bullet in his head. <laughs> That's what the microphone should be—a shotgun. <laughs> all, all the all the neighborhood cats are coming. Okay, we let it go. Okay, so now we also have two more guests on the program as well. First, we'll start with one who hasn't been here yet. The only driver of a mini stock that I've ever seen lead a race with its hood up on dirt. Uh, Mitch Bombard is here. Oh. Uh, <laughs> there's a reference everybody should remember. Um, and then on the other line, we have... The one. The only. Bonsa Tufa. Oh, gosh. What's up? <laughs> I appreciate the royalty. <laughs> Sorry, good. Mitch, but I think your intro was pretty That's good, funny. too. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, you, you, once. Your YouTube, for YouTube viewers, it looks like the Hollywood Squares. Yes, uh, I. You know, we might get away with that music on YouTube. So uh, yeah. there you go. You get a little. No nice one can switch. recognize that. Not even their algorithm. That's no, terrible. I don't think they can get that one. That's pretty terrible. So That's we have good. these two guys on today. They, you know, I kept putting the word out constantly to say, hey, if you guys got stories or inside scoops at local racetracks, why don't you message us or send us stories or send us tales or whatever? They said, well, we'll just come on. I said, oh, okay, works for me. Plenty of space on the screen. That's fine. Right. Plenty of uh, editing for Sid to do. So we could just have them come on and do it themselves. And I said, hey, if you want to sit down on the whole show, feel free. And uh, if they do, that's more power to them because I can't even stand talking myself half the time. So, all right. Um, we usually do personal updates to start the show. Um, I'll be honest with you. I should let Phil go because he's the one who raced most recently, but... You're you're the one who's quarterback in the show. I am so quarterback in the first. show. He already raced. He hasn't raced since then, except for on iRacing. Um, he got a new computer. <laughs> yeah, new there computer. you go. I uh, hacked up a full containment seat I had sitting in the attic to which make a sim rig. <laughs> made me cringe because it's like a almost a six hundred dollar containment seat that you never use. You just cut the headrest off. They're a flimsy piece of shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I am walking slowly into this weekend, uh, which was going to be the, or which is going to be the World Series of Speedway Racing at Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park, eighth, ninth, and tenth. Uh, I'm, I got to be honest, the nerves are starting to come, but let's be honest, I'm, I know that I don't have to change any plans because if nobody's been listening lately, they know that I actually have a shot at the title, and I am one of the contenders for it. I'm only two points back of the point lead, coming into the last race of the year. Uh, we get a little extra distance. We get five extra laps. Uh, so that'll be interesting if that plays a part into any of this at all. But I've been working absolutely nonstop since the car has come off the racetrack, which I've alluded to on the show before the last few weeks. 
Uh, and every day I'm out there, I find something or fix something. So uh, hopefully preparation will actually pay off in the end, which usually it does, but you can never really make a plan in racing. Uh, as Mike Tyson would say in the overused meme, it's always you, you always have a plan until you get punched in the mouth. So I'll just, you know, I don't make plans, but I do prepare as much as possible. And that's really all that's been going on for me. We race on Saturday and I'm only going to probably be going on Saturday because I've just, I'd like to have a day off. And uh, if I'm not racing, then I usually don't go uh, unless I really want to be a fan, but then I'm not going to chew out 90 bucks to go in the pits all three days so i'll watch i'll, I'll catch it on speed 51 that's for sure you can probably watch it on uh, pay-per-view on speed 51 i'll be doing that i'll pay my 40 bucks do my thing on saturday and hopefully we'll be partying at the end of the day but uh if not at least we gave it everything we had so jesse would have updates but we all know he didn't have any updates so <laughs> nope nope i all work right. till i work till eight o'clock on saturday so that's not gonna happen all right so <laughs> I might as well knock the elephant down that's in the room and uh, start off with the f- biggest story that's hit this, uh, at least this area, this week, which was the Connecticut State Supreme Court overturned Bruce Beamer's sex trafficking conviction, citing a lack of evidence. Now, before I even go any further, I'd like to open it up to the panel for opinions. Doesn't matter what it is. Anybody want to start on this one? It's time for church! Oh, boy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, you want to go first on this one? Then? Get, get Jesus. <laughs> Better go get Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. Uh, more ways than one. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not a lawyer, so and I can only see what's handed to me and packaged in a news article. So I really don't know. But all I do know is is that you know, hey, I'm happy that the speed bowl is there. I'm happy to still go to the speed bowl. And happy that this isn't affect the speedball at all. Uh, but on the other hand, I know that there are people and victims, and money buys freedom. Ask OJ. Well, so. yeah, that is true. Well, let's just move. I'll give so, you know. I what? don't know. I'll give. I some... don't know what's happened. Ask somebody else <laughs> with a, a stronger. I don't know. So we have people we have making you know three other people on the panel. Someone pick. Someone go ahead. Like I said, people were making a lot of Robert Kraft references, and I know that they were. Oh, yeah, yeah so. I've seen that a lot. But yeah, he's um, um, yeah. Money will buy freedom for that too, as well. Yeah, I'm not a football me, fan, um, so I don't care. Allow me to. You know what? I might as well just give a couple more details before we really open it up. Uh, the court agreed seven to zero, I believe that the count was uh, that the quote state did not produce sufficient evidence to uh, demonstrate that he knew or reasonably should have known that the men were engaged in prostitution because they had been compelled or induced to do so by means of fraud or coercion trafficked essentially uh the state prosecutor danbury states uh or danbury state's attorney that's his name uh stephen j sedinsky the third said in a statement wednesday evening last wednesday obviously uh, we're disappointed in the decision and that the Supreme Court, Connecticut Supreme Court, did not see the evidence as the jury did. Now, to me, uh, I don't. A jury is kind of a crapshoot because they're all human beings and they don't have law degrees for the most part. Let's let's be fair; they're all just idiot Joes like you, me, and everybody else. Uh, so, what a jury can find and. And always, jeez, uh, I got I got to put it the right way here. You know, uh, they can easily be convinced one way or the other, based solely off of how something can be presented, much less what evidence is given. You know what I mean? Like, 
Jesse mentioned OJ earlier. I mean, didn't they have DNA on OJ at some point? They had a mountain of evidence. They had. It was a very large pile of evidence. We only use that because it was a very public trial that mm-hmm. everybody knows about, and everybody knows something about it. Um, but he, a jury, again in that case, I believe was kind DNA of swayed was kind by of in its infancy. By then, they had it back in the late '80s, though. So by '94, it, it was still Not, kind of viable. Yeah. Um, not as good as it is like by the turn of the millennium, but anyway, we argue semantics over this, but uh, it, it they really kind of made their decision based off of the presentation. It was very compelling. It was very well, thought-provoking, I mean, especially what anything that they... They had a huge team of people, but anyway. Johnny Cochran told, them, told uh, OJ not to take his inflammatory pill so that the glove wouldn't fit, therefore they must have quit. Well, I mean, that's just another tactic, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's any, a pretty good tactic. Wow. Any good lawyer would do that. <laughs> a defense attorney has one job: defend their client. Right. By any means necessary, might happen. <laughs> he was, uh, but he was Nordberg, Brent. So, you can't put Nordberg in jail. <laughs> he loved her too much. Um, I mean, he got off, but the West Memphis Three spent like twenty years in prison. So I'm not even going to go into that one because I mean, they went. They basically went in on no evidence because of the satanic panic of the 90s. I mean, we can go into all sorts of true crime podcast nonsense right now, but that's not what we do here. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it took them 20 years to be exonerated without any sort of evidence their side. Anyway, um, my main question is, now, how will all the people who boycotted the track react to this? I mean, will they still act the same because he paid for the services of a trafficked person? Or will they see the side of the law? We must find this butthole that took our TV. Uh, <laughs> let's not go there. Uh, but anyway, again, I I, no, I, I digress. I mean, I see all sorts of people um, who boycotted the track saying that he was the ringleader and he did this to children and he did this and that. And it's I only go based off of the evidence that I'm given. And the evidence, right. these people, the the courts laid out whatever evidence it was, and the Supreme Court obviously overturned it. I can't go based off hearsay I see on Facebook. I go off what the courts say. Mm-hmm. So, okay, maybe he is a scumbag for paying for, you know, this type of stuff. Maybe, okay? But if he's not part of the ring or they don't find him to be part of the ring, that's what I have to go on. That's the evidence that's presented to me. So do I people, just don't think the cloud's going to go away. It probably won't because the court of public opinion is much stronger than the court of actual law. Mm-hmm. Right. Fortunately. Yeah, unfortunately yeah. it really is. You so, might, I mean, I wouldn't surprise me if you might see some people, you know, lean back towards attending the bowl. But when it comes mm-hmm. to that dark cloud that everyone talks about, if it does go away, it's going to take a while as long as Beamer is still in charge, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to take a quite a long time to blow over. And uh, what does I think Phil brought this up to me? I think it's um, this might lead to some good stuff happening for the track because you, due to the legal proceedings, a lot of his funds were frozen legally for a long period of time. Also, a good thing about this: the return of alcohol, Ollie. Yes, we can have a liquor permit. <laughs> the important things. Yes, thank you. Yes. Do, do you ever? Do you ever see with, I guess, quote unquote, this issue being solved, and I use solved as a very loose term, do you ever see this as a chance for Waterford to get the sanction back from NASCAR in the future? Considering this I've, I've, considering I this to... ruling, I think it will put it in a much 
I have um, a counter question. Better light. Go ahead, Mister Mister. You know Go Stafford. Go ahead. <laughs> do you, do you want NASCAR sanctioning back? Yeah, is it necessary? Because is it necessary Stafford for Waterford. So Stafford said nay. Yeah. We don't need NASCAR sanctioning, and and to Stafford's credit, they I think they've had a way more success, and yeah. uh, they have actually grown a little bit without the NASCAR shank- umbrella. I think the NASCAR uh, Stafford not going back to NASCAR was a brilliant idea. I feel here's like the, here, here's the thing with Waterford though is that sorry, Brian, no, go ahead. Um, with Waterford is that you know part of the reason that. Stafford went independent as we have our own streaming rights and that has been a huge coup for us with flow racing Waterford doesn't have that luxury like Stafford Waterford doesn't have the the luxuries and amenities that Stafford does and I'm not trying to you know take down Waterford for that I mean no, these are opportunities for growth yeah and I mean like with Waterford maybe they maybe having a modified tour race and having some tv exposure would do them more favors or something in terms of more people seeing the track and such because they don't really have the capability to have like a flow racing stream at least at a level of stafford or any other track you know like outdoor or such so i just wonder because waterford doesn't have as much as stafford does would the nascar sanction be a different benefit towards them uh, I saw it as somewhat of a benefit to Waterford early on, especially uh, through the late 2010s, especially when, um, actually, no, towards the late, uh, what is it called, the noughties, the 2000 to 2009? Yeah. Like when Keith Rocco was chasing titles and then eventually won one in 2010 and gained them a lot of exposure. Uh, what NASCAR is Yeah, that was go- huge. What NASCAR is good for on short track levels is notoriety. Um, mm-hmm. For media rights, it's not great. Uh, for expanding those medium rights, it's not great. Uh, for individual driver exposure, I think it's pretty good, especially with a national point scale. And, um, and the track can use that to promote the, the drivers. That's what Waterford did with Keith Rocco winning the championship was promote its own racetrack, and, and that was a good mm-hmm. move on Waterford's part back then. Yeah, the only real negatives of NASCAR sanctioning is number one, the fees. Number two, the you know the uh, mm-hmm. media rights issues. The the, all the other things, I think there's all there's all sorts of other stuff that I'm missing because I'm not a promoter. But I think that it is – there's a lot of reasons why people go race at NASCAR sanctioned tracks. I mean, Seekonk brought NASCAR sanctioning back a few years ago, and they've seen a lot of success with it, especially lately. Um, and Waterford, I feel like they would benefit more from an INEX sanctioning right at this moment than they would an actual NASCAR sanctioning, <laughs> so yes. they could actually get more Legends cars there and bring in those yeah. kinds of guys, because that's a good track for them. It's a little on the big side, but it's really a pretty good track. Now, obviously, we brought Mitch in for the Waterford segments, but we should probably give him at least a chance to, to voice his opinion here. I mean... The whole NASCAR thing, that was really great when like someone like Keith Rocco could hit up all three tracks and collect points throughout the year and other people would follow suit. But I think right now in this current climate with Thompson and Stafford being out, it's just mm-hmm. not really any point to do it. Especially, too, because um, ACT is doing their Northeast Challenge thing, so late models got something to race for. And, I don't know. Street stocks are hard to compare between Waterford and Stafford, so. He does bring up a fair. He does bring a fair point, though, is that when it comes to national points, you know, you had Thompson, Stafford, and Waterford. Thompson, Stafford are no longer NASCAR sanctioned, so it's not going to be as easy for 
a guy who's a Waterford regular to compete for the national championship. Yeah, the only way they could do it is to race Seekonk, but they race on the same night. Yep. And that's just really different. And they're a different state, so it's really difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would work in national points, but it wouldn't work for state points, but that's not a huge That's assuming we don't have a tire shortage. Uh, Hey, don't worry. They said after this season it should be okay. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah. I'll buy right into that one. Yeah, sure. 15 (laughs) days to flatten the curve, Brent. It's two years. <laughs> Starting to flatten off. Don't worry. It's okay. I think we're flat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I just really hope that this is something positive for the track, especially since when he got arrested, it was it was not guy who owns uh, propane and gas companies. It was Waterford Speed Bowl owner in the uh, newspaper headlines. Because guess what? Business doesn't make money. <laughs> They didn't say Beamer's Petroleum owner. Yeah. You know, they said Waterford Speed Bowl owner. So I, I still didn't see many many uh, petroleum owners. It's mostly, mostly been Speed Bowl, even with the uh, the 7-0 thing. Yeah, it's... I hate that. I really do, because it killed it killed a lot of the... It, that's what really kind of sparked the court of public opinion, too. I mean, people read things, they misconstrue them, they get ideas in their head, and then they come up with these things, and... You know, then all of a sudden QAnon steps in or something. I don't know what's going on there because there's all sorts of different offshoots of this thing. But, um, yeah, I just hope that the stigma can – I just want – you know, I'm just going to back off of walking around the circle on this. I want the center finished. Bring in the tower, please. (laughs) Put some grandstands in the middle. Get rid of the bus. Please. We want to be sitting on the start-finish line. We can put the food trucks in turn one. I don't care. I'll walk. You know? I'll walk. I used to walk all the way down there for the bathroom. What they should do is they should make that concession in the middle, not only a concession area, but the, the announcer's tower, and have the spotters stand on top with a media stand. All from one spot. I mean, Media stand. I'm in the infield. All yeah, in the- media bike. <laughs> no, I mean for like if Yankee Racer comes or if Speed Fifty One comes Doogie. to do an event or something it's like it. somewhere in a video from that's yeah. you got the turn what turn four tower you get the turn two tower and you could have that there'd be three great vantage points for videoing. And the turn can, four tower yeah. I think is the best place to record video at least at water at Waterford from what I've seen it's a yes. really awesome spot. It is a nice view. I still love being up there. And I'm these, just, yeah. these it's a nice view and these are all things that uh, all in due time. They can they can now grow and 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 now that the page is turned and maybe once the dust is settled and all other kind of uh, you know cliches and idioms are passed. Well, hopefully they'll be all set. Hopefully, I mean the word of the legal system will win out and people will just kind of instead of voicing their idiot opinion, they can just kind of tuck tail and just kind of walk just into so, the gates after a while. You know what I mean? Be like, I never said so, that, and just kind of there you go, we're fixed again. The, the only one thing, thing... <laughs> go ahead, Bonson. No, I was gonna say, sorry. The one thing I really <laughs> wish or hope that Waterford does in the future, if this issue smooths out, is now. I don't know if Mitch has any part of it. It'd be fantastic if Waterford could get a live stream of some sort, even just a one camera production, whether it's B fifty one or something independent. Because, well, one, I am a spoiled brat with Stafford and Thompson having streams. Right. So agreed. But yeah, like so Waterford. Waterford puts on, I think, the best racing in Connecticut. 
I really do feel that way. And I mean, I love Stafford, and nothing beats the competition at the SKs. Oh, yeah. But Waterford being the size that it is, a two-group track in most nights, it fits every division. I I haven't seen the Legends race. I had never seen the Legends race before, really. But the street stocks, the mini stocks, the SKs, SK lights, I mean, every division that I've seen puts on a fantastic show at that track. And if Waterford could get even a one, even then, you probably only need one camera. It's such a small track. You could probably get a lot of action on one camera that it would do wonders for so many people who may not be able to go to Waterford that they can watch it on stream some way, somehow. But whether it's Facebook streaming or whatever. (laughs) Listen to the man said. I think we got to get a go. And and you know something? I I think everybody in this room and, and joining us can agree with that statement. Yeah, we all agree that Waterford's a fantastic, fantastic show. I mean, I, nights. I remember uh, when, absolutely back when Frog Pond used to do the videos from under the tower. It was one camera shoot. You just shot from right on the start finish line, right under the whatever that thing looked like a pagoda anyway, but uh, right under the tower roof, and he just filmed from there, and it, he had good videos. Yeah, um, some of them made it on on various shows like Rescue Nine One One and Destroyed in Seconds, <laughs> Destroyed in Seconds, <laughs> and played the Salagas. Yeah, with the fake uh, crash sounds in the background. Yeah, we're all, we're all, we're all talking yeah. about the Jay uh, Jay Lozniak now. I believe John Lozniak, but yeah, it's same whatever the flip in, yeah. in two thousand five. Yeah. I was, <laughs> but I think we have a more. Yeah. I think we just got to get this. Crazy. We just got to get a center tower put in so that we can actually get nice equal like filming from one turn to the other even if you're all the way up against the wall of the uh grandstands or the fence of the grandstands it's so hard to get a, a good shot because you're just so far yeah. over you got to be in the center of the track but i do think we have a more pressing issue we do need to start a gofundme to get mitch a van because all the <laughs> all the rest of the photographers have had vans he doesn't have a van he's got a bicycle so we need to give him a van I give you a lot of credit, Mitch, because you try your tail off with what you do, and I give you a lot of credit for what you're doing with social media and such with Waterford. Seriously, I appreciate it. I uh, I sometimes take my first breath at uh, twelve o'clock, and I don't breathe again until ten thirty when I'm home in bed. So he needs to get one of them electric you. bikes or something, or it's yeah. just get, ex- get like Charlie's got. Yeah, Charlie's hauling around on that thing. You just got to knock him off it and steal it from him. <laughs> Uh, Throw a stick in the spokes. No, he's fine. He needs that thing. He's old. Um, All right, so we'll move it on from there. Hopefully we get some word on what's going on in the future. Hopefully they can kind of uh, regroup and uh, use this as a way to start moving forward and be more involved. Speaking of other racetracks in turmoil. Learn from mistakes. (laughs) Speaking of other racetracks in turmoil, see that segue right there, Brent? Which racetrack's in turmoil? <laughs> Beach Ridge. Beach Ridge, yes. Uh, I didn't have that in my notes because that came out a little late, but I didn't write it down. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, according to uh, Race Day CT, aren't they supposed to be, uh, they have a, a maybe, yes, maybe, I don't know. It's up in the air still. They're saying yeah. that they could possibly race next year because the developers are saying, or the people who are, who haven't, Buying it. they haven't quite bought it yet. They're just they they have signed an agreement to buy it, and they're so they're saying they're so backlogged on other projects that they have going on that they might just lease the track out and just say hey just keep using it. Um, I saw a picture from Norm Wren standing in the parking lot there when they were not racing, which sparked a lot of uh, conspiracy theories to thinking maybe he's using his large 
vast amounts of FU money to buy out the developers and keep it a racetrack because that's what Norm does uh, and tried to do to Waterford but was turned down because Bruce did not want to let go of the place, which, hey, it's his property. He can do what he wants with it. Um, and guess what? He just got his stuff overturned, so... <laughs> You know, so yeah, I mean, so the possibility is is that they could be uh, leasing a track. There could be a lease of the track next year or something of that nature. Yeah, it's kind of one of those weird situations. You know what it is? Well, you know how weird that is. Let me explain to you, fellas. Go ahead. Okay, bear with me for a minute because I forgot because, what I was going to compare it to. Because actually, what I'm going to compare it to because you haven't had this yet because you've had uh, your one girlfriend is the lovely woman that you've married. Correct. But, but what the, what you compare it to this... Swung on the first pitch and hit it over the wall. There you go. Is that a baseball thing? Yeah. It was knocked out <laughs> of the park. Sports. But what you can... Co- touchdown. I scored a point. Yeah, I scored a point. But uh, what you can compare this to is breakup sex. Mm. Because you're still going to have one more round. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit awkward because you know that it's going to be coming to an end. But at the same time, you're you know pumping and having fun and just you know I'm just hanging out not, and having fun. I'm just glad you're not acting this out right no, now. No, I'm not acting it out. I'm just giving you a visual, you know. And then, you know, in the middle of it, towards the end, you know, she's going to start crying and drying up a little bit. So you use the tears, to, you know, to kind of get things going. And then you, you know, what you I'm talking about, fellas. And then you kind of choke her a little bit and. I have you to know, leave. Slap. <laughs> I can't go anywhere. So, so I, why do I do these things and take things so far? I don't get it. What's wrong with it? You guys never oh had that? God, somebody, anybody? Jesse. Somebody call the police, would you? I know, just... Phil, you had to have had done that with that last I horse I feel chick. like I just got raped. <laughs> this is bad. Even for you, Jesse. Did somebody call the police? You guys never because had they might have evidence on something I mean, else. Seriously. I mean, Phil? Where did the, where not did, even with not even with horse lady. Where did you didn't this, have a saddle on, on or nothing. I gotta write this down. Where did this take place? Maybe I got some people to contact. This took uh, place this in a sad thing. girl's apartment years ago. Oh, you're not gonna. <laughs> Are you trying to monetize this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't swear. Z F fair fair. Uh, I didn't swear. This is why I host. This is why you steer the <laughs> ship. Because. Uh. This is Mitch's first appearance yeah, on the podcast and his last. <laughs> we'll see about that. Bye-bye, like, everyone. Why am I here? <laughs> this will be our last episode ever. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, uh, I was going to compare it to something a lot less disturbing, uh, which was Irwindale Speedway in California. I think, the track uh, that never dies. The track that I hope never dies. Oh. Uh, they've been in the same basic situation for a long time where I think some developer bought it. See, that's and a, then they're just like, oh, we're not building on it right now. Just see, keep that's going. a codependent situation. They just want to leave, but they just, you know, it's too good. See, I don't know. Guys, you got to have game, man. <laughs> it sounds like yours is flawed. <laughs> no. <it's going laughs> what game are you playing? Great. <laughs> I don't want to know what game that is. I've heard of those games on True Crime Podcasts. I think that's my second reference there. Anyway, okay, so I'm just going to shut that conversation down by saying congrats to Chad Baxter and the whole team with Scoots and all those guys on winning the NASCAR Division Three National Championship oh, as well did. as their Seekonk track title. Yeah, oh, they, that's fantastic. Yeah, they won that. That's really good for them. That's, that's, that's really cool, man. Yeah. 
So, yeah, again, I said last week, you know, old racing buddy, I used to race against Chad and Joe in the mini stocks, and they used to kick my ass all the time because mm-hmm. I sucked in a mini stock, and I have no problem saying anything else. Um, anyway. So we'll be going to North Carolina then. Yeah, that's a fun trip. Uh, Jesse a fun and, trip. Jesse and I went to the NASCAR National Series Banquet in 2012. Jesse finished, I think, second. Yes, I finished second. Yeah, but you had like five wins that year. I did. But Scott had eight. So. Scott had eight. <laughs> Thanks, really Scott. We sat at the same table and drank lots of wine and had a great time. It was a lovely time. And I beat so a Canadian had, uh, for third on the last week. Yeah, screw that Canadian. So. <laughs> so we've had a trend of local drivers winning that Division Three championship, huh? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Narducci did it a couple years ago in yeah. the SK Twice. Lights. Twice. Oh, that's right. Mm. 2018, 2019. Yeah, I forgot he did it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of regional champions, too, especially way back in the day when they had the regionals, and then they stopped doing it, and then they did it again. So I think Phil Rondo did that. Teddy did it. And mm-hmm. A bunch uh, of yeah, other guys, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. sure. Yeah, way back, you know, because I'm old. Before I was born. Right. Um, damn it. <laughs> Sorry, Phil, if you're listening. I was going to say, when is this guy born? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery. Figure it out. Oh, Christ. Was 9-11 happening yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was born before that. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, oh, God, I just graduated high school. He so. just doesn't remember it, Brent. <laughs> it, was just, it was just that, but not too far. Just I'm, a 90s, I'm a 90s kid. Okay, good. Uh that okay, means you were diapers bit, in the nineties. I feel okay. a little better. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll yeah, go Nirvana with, Huggies. <laughs> I don't think it was that early. <laughs> that died in ninety four. That's right. Quite literally. Right. We're not gonna go there. Um, <laughs> Kurt was murdered. Read the book. Yeah. Um, he had a microphone that had a shotgun. <laughs> That's a callback to an earlier moly. joke. <laughs> That's a callback to an earlier joke. Kurt was, was murdered. Read the book. I'm not joking. It's, it's For the audio listeners, it's titled Love and Death. Uh, it's by Max Wallace and Ian Halperin. There you go. Ian Halperin? <laughs> Max Wallace did most of it. That's why his name's first. <laughs> oh, that guy's a trip. Yeah, I know. That's just that's why I said oh, it second. Oh, friggin'. <laughs> you guys don't know Ian Halperin. God, yeah, I know. Buddy. I saw the name, and I'm like, ah, shit. Oh. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. All right. Stafford Championship Night. Stafford Champions Night. Stafford, whatever last race of the year, Stafford really fall final night. For sure this time. For sure fall final night. Um, We'll start out. Are are we sure? Yeah. I think so. That's (laughs) it, right? I think that's all the different iterations that I could come up with on that name. (laughs) Final Stafford championship. Something. I think. Limited late models. (laughs) Jeremy Lavoie got his, I think it was second win of the year. Yeah, second win. Uh, Got by Mike Hopkins late. Hopkins had a good race um, because... Again, last week, he ended up in the wall and then winning. And then he was winning again. So it's like, well, he must have bent it the right way. I'm pretty sure all Alexander Fern had to do was just start. Yeah. And she she had it locked up. Yeah. Lots of good hard racing. Uh, No real big incidents Mm -hmm. or anything. Good, Just good hard racing, which is what you want on championship night. You don't want to go in there and just wad a car up. and That'd be bad. Yeah, start from scratch next year. Yeah, that's never good. That's become a really fun division to watch, too. It has grown. That is the most improved division by far. I mean, uh, uh, the late models are up there too. Late models though. are really up there too. No, I meant, but two, in, two I meant from improved from the year before because oh, yeah, the year, year before, before the limited late models were dog poop. They had six yep. to eight cars, and now they've doubled that. I they think were so. intermission. They were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I, yourself I, a beer. Yeah, I we agree, Phil. That is a fun division to watch. We but, were going to have fourteen start the feature. Unfortunately, Ari Jensik had her incident in the heat race. Oh boy. That, <laughs> 
And that's caused some discussion too. But I mean, I wouldn't um, be surprised if next year we get a couple more limiteds. I wouldn't either, especially with the rules being more aligned with Thompson and Waterford. And um, the body rules are aligning more. The car chassis rules are aligning more. And if you win um, the Anne the LaRoe 10 grand, you're going to have one. And if and I do win yep. the Anne LaRoe photo sponsor draw, which you can purchase your calendar at com, you can order them online, and she will hand stamp a letter for you and send it in the post. But anyway, put your put my name down as the driver that you want to win, please. Me. Or me. Pick I'll, me. I'll pick take me. it too. Pick me. Phil, Mitch, Mitch would like one, and Phil would too. Phil is yeah. single, yeah, and he has money. I have child and family and house. Phil, Phil needs so. tires. <laughs> Mitch, I Mitch can could only use go a new one car. race on tires. I mean, Mitch could use a new car too, and Jesse could race, but he has a full time job now. Oh, mine needs a clip, so I need a little more than a car. Oh, well. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, could use a bad day. he could use a new car again. <laughs> um, so. You may need to win two sponsorships. <laughs> so you may I am. And you may need to like save one up for next year. I am still in yeah. rarefied air that I am over 10 entries. And I'm very short list. I think there's only like six or seven or eight people. With yeah, I'm 10 impressed. Entries. I'm impressed that you're able um, to like plug yourself like that and which, have so many people. Yeah, I'm shocked considering how little people listen to this thing. Um, <laughs> all one of them. Yeah. Um, Tens of people are hanging out there every <laughs> Right. I just want to put this out there to all the race fans out there. Stop giving people who have a tour modified opportunities. <laughs> Give it to the little guy. Stop giving cup drivers. Come on. Yeah, right. We don't I love need, Ryan Priest. But good God, he doesn't need to win that championship. He's deal. making no. cup money. Or sponsorship. His deal. wife has horses. He can afford this. That's right. <laughs> you know how much horses cost? <laughs> Phil, you know, you used to date a horse girl. They're hay burners. That's just like that's like owning a tour mod. You just throw money at a, at horse. a horse. It's the it, same thing as a all, race car. You all, just throw away money. It just burns. They just poop it out. You literally that's, just oh, set they it literally on fire. poop out the money. It's Seriously. you set it on fire. That's all you do with the Might money as well. Anyway, so I got to just get back into this. So buy your calendars and put my name down. I want to win so I can make an idiot of myself at Stafford. Okay. And we get to get on Flow. I, that would be great, too. I can get sponsors <laughs> on Flow Racing as well. Um, I, would love to, I would love to make point, Brent a fool on Flow. I would love it. Yes. I was to last be fair, year. At well, some point, the other at thing, some but, point this offseason, Brent's going to get tired of thinking about it. He's going to get all the parts. <laughs> He's <laughs> ready to go. I'll probably, you know, I'll probably end up with the body at some point. <laughs> After I put a roof on my house, then I'll do it. You're not a real racer if you don't have like a tarp on your roof. I'm not. Li- I'm not. No, I don't want to look like I have crack in the back alley of my house. I'm not doing that. I don't have a meth lab in my back shed. Okay, I'm not a real racer. Well, you don't live in Florida. Uh, that's true. It, it is cold. Oh, forget it. Uh, I don't have alligators or snakes or sinkholes. Uh, okay, so I got to get back into this. So Alexandra Fern clinched the title just by starting the event, like we mentioned. She is, I believe, the all-time winningest female driver at the track at 22 yep. wins. Uh, and she is the second female champion in Stafford Speedway history, joining 2006 SK Light champ Shelly Perry. Mm-hmm. Who, interesting stat about Shelly Perry, became the... She was also, if math serves correct, the first female champion at Stafford. But she was also the, <laughs> <laughs> but she was also the first female champion at Thompson. Yes, that's right, in the mini stock. In the mini stock. Oh, yep. yes. I didn't know that. Yep. So and Shelly's pretty decorated. Yeah. 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 That was a 2004 or something. She kicked their yeah. asses in that mini stock. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> just, uh, you had to be there. But she would just 
kill them. Uh, I think she even drove like a broken wrist once or something, but she was a badass in a, in a mini stock in SK Lights at Stafford. Uh, anyway, we'll move on. Street stocks. Travis Hydar won his fourth race. Congrats, Ernie and crew. I know Ernie listens to the show, and I'm pretty sure he's responsible for at least one or two of my calendar entries. So thank you for Ernie. <laughs> um, <laughs> he ran down Nick Hovey late, who had a 1.3 second lead late, and uh, Travis got saved his tires long and yeah. uh, got there at the end. Ernie told me something funny. He's like, "Yeah, you know, back in the you know early 2000s or whatever, when I was kicking everyone's ass." And I'm like, "Oh, how can I forget?" Uh, he said, yeah, I basically have the same setup in that car. I'm like, well, no wonder it goes. Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> cars haven't changed. Um, so uh, Frank the Three Jr., I remembered the Jr. this time. Thank you. Uh, Frank Latoile Jr. Uh, won the title. Latoile? Latoile? Latoile or Latoile? He said Latoile. Latoile? We solved that. Or if you want to call him Latoile, you can too. But no, no it's Latoile. If you win three ten, uh, three championships in <laughs> that many races, you cannot be called Latoile. We, <laughs> we call him Frank the Three, and that's quite fitting because he won his third street stock division title. Uh, so that was pretty cool to watch. Frank's a pretty awesome racer. We used to race with him at Thompson a few times here and there, and it's a lot of fun to drive. You can wheel it. Yeah. Yeah. Meyer had he a really good. Meyer- they put on a show this year, Ian Chris Meyer. Yeah, they oh were like, uh, yeah, somebody had to be Mark McGuire and somebody had to be Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we're not calling them cheaters or anything, you know. Or There's far up, less but, you know, steroids involved you know, in this. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, one of them that had was... to win and one of them had to win the bag title. One of them had to lose. So it was it, a great effort by both guys. Yeah. You can argue Absolutely. the Street Stocks put on the best racing at Stafford this year. Street Stocks put on the best racing at every race. Track. Yeah, I won't argue. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I feel like there's a little bit of bias here. With there's you, absolutely Brent, no yeah. bias here whatsoever. No, but I, I mean, the modified do. And you, Phil. And you, oh, Phil. No. What about Street Stocks? Street stocks? <laughs> what yeah. about Mitch? Everywhere. Everywhere they're the best. That's right. Even our knockoff ones. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll give him that one. Although that Hard SK tires, race last week was pretty power, good. Shitty aerodynamics. That's what you need. They're bricks. Yep. I love them. I didn't think I'd like them this much when I was racing Watch mini stocks. What did I say? Did I say no, something? not you. Okay, good. Oh, okay. It was me. I, I was late. On Why that. am I surprised? Always. I'm never surprised. Right. All right. Yeah, I love them. They are my favorite. Yeah, yeah the SKs in, in the street stocks, you know. And the, and the Stafford late models that are best Oh, Stafford late models. late models are putting on excellent shows. They're the best late models of any region, really. I'm I'm coming back yeah. around to them. The Wrong. ACT cars have been boring me to death. And uh, I would really prefer the Stafford cars now. So, right. Yeah. Frank Frank's third championship is tied for the most street stock titles at Stafford. With uh, Norm Sears. Oh, it is Norm. That's right. Yeah. I was going to say some Casa Grande, but I was wrong. No, not <laughs> Corey or Kyle. Or Dean. Or Dean, yes. <laughs> Good old Dino. All right. I was, you know, somebody sent me one of his comments as a contender for Darf comment of the week. And I said, no, because Dean is more than likely being facetious with this comment. So I'm definitely not going to add this in. Yeah, so, yeah, not going to do it. Uh, all right. So we'll move on to uh, Darf comment of the week will be later on. I don't think I actually have one. No, no, well, that was a bad segue then. Well, you know what? <laughs> we could have used it as all no. the people who boycotted the speed bowl, but we're just going to move on because I just didn't get one this week. You didn't get one. I don't have. I don't have Twitter, and I don't have 
Tumblr and I don't have Snapchat. Was, I don't have you any know, Tumblr. It was. <laughs> I'm not a 15 year old girl. I don't have Tumblr. I was, <laughs> you know, you know, I was gonna go. I don't have any of this stuff. You know, I I, I don't have it, so I don't, I can't get dar- the Darf comment of the week. So spoiler alert: the Cup Series race rained out for today. It's going to be run on Monday, which is when this podcast will be coming oh, so out. So you're just going to say rain tires? I was no. I was going to say why don't they have lights? Why did they even bother trying to run it? I'm just like, no, this is too easy. money. This is too easy. It's well, just too well. easy. It's like, no, Never it's mind. all TV contracts. It's just why they tried really hard. Yeah. No, um, forget it. Yeah, I'm not even. That's why I didn't even bother with the Darf comment of the week. Oh, they gave it to Brandon Brown. Spoiler alert: He won too. Oh, they gave it to him. No. <laughs> anybody that was who cool though having him win that race. Anybody who wins a shortened race, there's always a conspiracy about somebody get, being given it to him, and no, like Justin Haley at Daytona a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah right. Like they but had no. anything to gain by giving them a win. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. giving the Spire '77 team a win. Yeah, give me a break, people. Yeah, they're big movers and shakers. So there's the your Darf. <laughs> so there's your broad spectrum Darf comments of the week this week. Uh, okay, so late models. Adam Gray won. He did what he had to do to try to win the title. He drove his guts out. Oh, he absolutely did. Oh, my gosh. Did. Checkers are wreckers. Yeah. Adam Gray is, he comes from a long lineage of tough racers. Dad Barry Gray is up north. He raced quite a long time, late models, pro stocks, supers, etc. And, uh, yeah, he's definitely a chip off the old block. He races hard, and he races exactly how he's raced. And, and, his, son ain't, and his son ain't no slouch either. No, he is a former champion at Tafford as well. Uh, but not, Adam's son? No, Adam. Adam is. I'm, I'm sorry. Adam. I was talking, talking about, about Barry. Son. Barry, Adam. Yeah. Oh, and then Adam's son races carts. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's got four wins this year. Oh, jeez. He's got more than the old man. Yeah, he does not let it tie go. him? No. Nope, he didn't tie him. It no, he three, got more. Adam got three. Three yeah. to Yeah, it was three to four. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so Michael Bennett, I think he might have poked somebody. I think he might have poked Moeller out of the way a little bit just to get that third place. But if he's yeah. got to get that spot, I mean, <laughs> wasn't that title. bad? Gotta do, what, gotta do what you gotta do. It wasn't is, that bad. It is the title. <laughs> no. the only, I don't blame him, and I don't think Moeller did either. No, it's only one lane, and he didn't dump him. I mean, no problem. Yeah, I don't like it, but I, I guess I can understand it. Then again, this it's week late, it's late model racing at Stafford. <laughs> then again, it's normal. I'm saying all this now, and then watch what I do during this weekend and see what I don't, I don't even know what I'm going to do. So I'll probably eat crow for this. Uh, all right, so I hope so. I hope so too. And I hope it's on video. Me too. Um, he actually, Michael Bennett finished third, which I believe tied him in points with Gray, and Michael won more races, so he had the tiebreaker. And this is the second year Stafford's had somebody come down to a tiebreaker. Third, third year. SK's in 2019. They did Todd that too? Todd and Ronnie ended in tiebreaker. Oh, I thought that Ronnie was... got the tiebreaker. I thought that was last year for some reason. Nope, 2019. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, 2020 <laughs> is just one of those years you just forget yeah. about. Yeah. So like... All right, so uh, let's see. So, yeah, that was cool. Uh, SK Lights surprised me. Uh, Tyler Berry didn't crash, scored his first career win. Um, there. What? That's so mean. What? Poor kid. I feel bad for him. He got forced into the wall. (laughs) He got forced into the wall once, and then he got like I don't know. I think his brakes failed or something, and things spun out on him. (laughs) And then like just dumb stuff happened, but this time nothing dumb happened. Uh, scored his first SK light win, uh, and 
Derek Debus won the title by virtue of finishing ahead of all of his contenders, who he essentially had to race against the entire race. They were that all was, in one bunch the whole were night. Most, yeah, they were one. Two, yeah, they were all in yeah, line. That was fantastic. It was perfect. Yeah, I just wish it was for the win because then it would have been a no. real shit show. So, no, speaking of shit show, that race went caution free. I don't think anybody expected that. I did not. I expected no, at least one at all. I expected at least one of them to be backwards. No, didn't yeah. happen. No, didn't not happen. even. That Nobody was... ended up on their lid either, which was pretty good. Also surprising this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, the point contenders finished directly behind Derek Davis, uh, Brian Sullivan, and uh, Alexander Pearl, the field filler in order. Yeah, that was too bad. I, I thought it, I was kind of hoping he was going to do it, obviously, because he's cool. And he, know, had he had a shot. He had a shot. They all swapped. That car that, looked tight. That all, car looked yeah. tight. And in a momentum division like that, if a car is tight, you're dead in the, dead in the water. They all so, swapped that lead points that position tough. at some point during yeah. the race. Mm-hmm. Every one they of each them. each had it. Yep. Yeah. So we'll move on to probably the story of the night, the SK Modified race. Uh, David Arut won his first career points paying modified race yeah uh he had won the sk13 race ted christopher memorial race which is more of a uh money and uh exhibition race mostly but he did win that and then he came out and won this feature it was a great finish between him and noah corner uh a route got to well he started started running outside noah was running he was Noah had a really really good car Yeah. yeah and uh I was like yelling at my TV because a route was clear down the backstretch and didn't pull down, and I'm like, pull down, <laughs> <laughs> freaking out. And um, no, he, you know, corner put it in the bottom. I think he just kind of assumed that he was going to pull down in front of him, and when he didn't, he's like, oh, well, now what? <laughs> so yeah. he ran didn't want to go down because <laughs> he sprayed the high side on Thursday night. Oh, is that oh, what he did? Oh my gosh. <laughs> He, he, you know what? He probably sprayed like half a lane up from normal, and he knew where it was. Yep. And then just ran that groove, and he stayed out on that side. Okay, I get it. Yeah. He's got the quad out with the big tank, and it's just pumping it and spraying it all. <laughs> the door was so open that he's like, "I'm not gonna go in there. It's a trap. It's a trap." It's a trap. Tried running him up, but when David had the momentum already going on the outside, you can't stop him. You know, the, the, there, are couple, who, there are a couple of times where I thought they were going to wreck because they were leaning on each other so much. They were sideways coming off a of turn four. Yeah. Whoever's yeah. wheels and whoever front wheel is in front of the other car's wheel at the point of contact, that person's going to win out. Yeah, and that's yeah. where David was. Yeah. Noah puts always his right. Keep your front, you always keep your wheel in front of the other person's. Yep, that's exactly how it works. Yeah, and so uh, uh, leverage. Todd Owen wrapped up the title the week before, but he and Stephen Copsick got taken out early on about lap three or something. Yeah. Um, I think Todd I'll made a, yeah. Todd made a few more laps, but pulled the thing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that ruined a, a decent finish. But I don't think it really mattered to him uh, because he finally got his Stafford Track title. Dude. Chassis Pro had a really excellent night. His st- oh chassis, my gosh. chassis business. Yeah. He won the SK Championship. Um, Derek Debus won the SK Light title. Right. And they won the SK Feature with David Aroot. That's a clean sweep. And. And then Bob Charlant finished second the SK Light race. That's a chassis pro car. Yeah, That's true. That, yeah, good point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Barry. Yeah, Barry's a Spafco car, so he's local to me. So <laughs> I can walk to Spafco yeah. from my house. I'm. Su- I'm su- I don't know if you brought it up, if you were going to bring it up. I was surprised you didn't bring it up yet. The uh, before the 
green-white checker, the battle for the lead between Vassar and Hodgdon. Oh, yeah. Jeez, I forgot about that, too. I was just mad at Matt. I'm like, you idiot. I don't even want to mention you. <laughs> Listen, Matt Matt got used up a little bit by Teddy going into one. A little. And Matt tried to do the same thing going into three, and it just didn't work. Yeah. It, it just, I just didn't. And everything that happened in that situation was not a surprise. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> not with either of them. No. They, they're both, I mean, they're both going for they're their going first win. They're going for the first win. win. Yeah. And they're both still rather inexperienced in those cars. Granted, Matt's been driving for a few years, but he's been driving a relative piece of crap in Stafford terms. I mean, the car goes at Waterford. It's a short it's track never, car. Yeah. Yeah. It's a short track car. That car's never gone at Stafford that I know of. So. He was kind of behind the eight ball there. He had a couple good runs in it, but yeah, Matt's there's... a really, really good driver from down down south in Georgia back in the day. Mm-hmm. He yeah, just... he, he's won a good handful of Pro Truck races, like at least, you said like 40, something like that. I, and he win a championship number... at Gresham? Yeah, Gresham. He's won a ton of Pro Truck races. Him and his brother have won a ton. His dad's from up here. His dad's won a bunch of races. That's right. So... Yeah, that they was got, just the whole racing deal that what happened over there in turn three. Yeah, and neither of one. them, neither of them have any reason to be upset. They're racing hard. I mean, upset at the other. They can be upset about the situation, but I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think either would have done anything different if they were in the other shoes. Sid looks like he wants to jump in on something here. I got some trivia for you. Yeah. Ooh, trivia! Oh, I love trivia. I'm good on trivia. I love trivia. Can you name the six drivers that have SK championships at Stafford and the Speed Bowl in their careers? Oh, Stafford ooh, and the Speed Bowl? Ooh, ooh. Ooh. That's tough. I can I name s- a couple. I, I got Bob Potter. Okay. Ted Keith, Christopher. Ted Christopher. Keith Todd. Rocco. Todd Owen, yeah. Todd Keith Rocco. Jerry Pearl. Bye. Jerry Pearl, yeah. Well, I got then... the I got the obscure one for once. <laughs> Uh, does Moose Hewitt have one? one? Isn't it? Does Moose Hewitt? Does Moose Hewitt have one at Stafford? No, not at Stafford, I guess. Okay, oh, that's the wrong answer. I, oh, I should know this because I. Mm. I feel like Sid, Sid's going to say like Ed Funky or something. I was going to say <laughs> what, uh, Jimmy Broderick, Eric Burnt. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, okay, Eric <laughs> Broderick. Nice. Was it Jimmy Broderick? Yeah, I was, was right. Jesse got the obscurest one, I guess. <laughs> I. Todd and uh, Keith are the only ones to do it in the same season. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Potter got most of his Stafford ones in the late 80s, and he was kind of done winning Speed Bowl championships by then. Basically. For the most part. Yeah. There was a stretch from like 87 to 96 where all the championships were either Potter or Mike and Ted Christopher. Right. So. Yeah. We have that graphic in the show. Oh, yeah. That's where I got it from. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good job, Sid. (laughs) Yeah, and a little side note, Jerry Pearl won the SK Championship at Stafford in 85, and he lost the Speedball one to Rick Fuller by a wins tiebreaker. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I remember Rick and Jerry Ooh. both talking about it. Ooh, ain't that a... Yeah. Yikes. Ooh. That's tough. All right, my work here is done, Kerry. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you. That was Sid's For moment. now. The Sid's Vault Trivia Moment. All right. to you by Sid's Speaking Vault. of Rick Fuller, I cannot wait for Sid to have to interview him for something. Oh, great. Oh, really? <laughs> it's going to be a seven-hour marathon. He's, Rick he's a, is Rick, something. Rick man. is a talker? I love Rick so much. He's a we talker? We on the Stafford podcast, oh, okay. man. He can talk for as long as he pleases. Oh, oh yeah. That man right. is a talker. 
Good. Well, I can't He's wait to hear it. He's got to have some I stories. I love Rick. Oh, my gosh. I right. have to have a lot we of gotta, stuff. We should move into the section that we brought Mitch on for. The speedball results. Yeah. Because he's our insider. At the speedball. Good. Thank I was God. there. Literally insider because he's in the track, like infield the whole damn night. And then he's he has the story. Most of I the always night. wonder where you are because I feel like I don't see you that often when I go to the bowl. Uh, I'm going about 100 miles an hour everywhere. So He's in the bright right yellow now. vest. On the bicycle <laughs> and the hat. <laughs> with a camera yeah. swinging wildly. Or I'm stuck outside the track in victory lane waiting for a yellow. Always. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, so, all right. We'll go through some Waterford results, and he can cue us in on some stories that we definitely will have missed. All right, good. We need some details because, you know, Waterford, there's always some good they nugget des- They deserve more news than there's what we always, give. Always, always something. Honestly. There's always something at Waterford. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. All right, so the Legends cars look like they had the best car count all year. I think it was eight. All right. Uh, nine. Nine. Okay, nine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, Johnny O'Sullivan won again. I forget how many he's won, but it's pretty much every one almost. And uh, eight. I was at number eight for him. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> eight no, is that a, was, he won the triple crown as well, about too. half. Triple what? The triple crown. Triple threat. Yeah. The triple threat. You can, triple threat. can, can uh, somebody explain to the audience, you know, uh, what the triple threat is? Uh, three race, three race point series separate from the full season one. What were the Kinda other like, two? What were the other two point races? Were they on a specific like date or like uh, a meaningful date or some other thing or just two uh, earlier? They they were just all on one night. Not like Seaconk where they they schedule every division once. You, and it's just all a cluster. It was one night triple threat, and then the rain happened, and then anyway. Is there a different like? Is there a different prize? Is there like points or extra money or something like that? Uh, I don't know. It's at least the trophy. <laughs> All right. I know Seaconk does <laughs> that. Seaconk does that. Phil's propane triple crown stuff, and they schedule those races out for. And each they get year. extra points and money. Something like that. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, I think like those that. are extra distance right. races yeah, too that's for them. Good. Possibly could very well be. I'm not sure. All right, so we did uh, Legends Cars. Street Stocks is a very interesting story, and I believe that's another trivia contest question, or answer at least. Uh, Nick Hovey won the Street Stock race at Waterford. That is one. Um, He has now won at all three Connecticut tracks in the Street Stocks this year, and I don't believe anybody else has ever done that in a Street Stock. And they're all his first career win. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because he's won at Stafford. That's two nuggets, really. But he's He's won. won. That's a two-parter. Yeah, he won at Stafford. Wait a minute, in yeah. one year. Yeah, in one year. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, a long period of time, Stafford Dare stocks were definitely nowhere near close to the same as a street stock anywhere else. Right. I so actually you, think you Bill McNeil it. did it in 2013. Because uh, he had that red, the red Spafco looking fancy street stock at Thompson he won with. Okay. And then he won with the Retino Don, whatever, Don Cody 36 car at Stafford and Waterford that year. Because it was a conspiracy over the Do tires. Do we want to? Because Waterford. he used a 700 tire at Waterford instead of a 790 or something like that. They told him he could. And I, he had headers. That was, that was on them. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, though. But he I took can, the points and the money home. We can give yeah. it to Bill McNeil, but let's be fair. Um, Nick did it legally. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. <laughs> let's, yeah, that's fair, I think. Uh, that race is awesome. <laughs> I don't uh, want to take anything away from Nick. I mean, he's still technically a rookie. 
Nick did oh, it. Yeah. Nick did it legally, and it was his first three wins everywhere. Yeah. And that's he something hard for. It. Yeah, go through it. I want to know what happened that race <laughs> because I heard that Ryan Waterman needs a frame saver before Saturday. So yeah, something. I heard there was a, a late race pass for the lead or something. Yeah, yeah, go. There's actually a really good video of it. I missed oh, yeah. it. Yeah, uh, Nick's Nick's mother, I think, posted a video on Facebook of the of the whole race. And it based basically Nick was out front. Waterman got the lead away, and and Nick just muscled right by him down low with like two to go and once waterman was in second trying to like hang on or something here comes uh monahan and and then you know drama ensued oh did monahan take out uh waterman well at my vantage point uh all i saw were tow trucks but when they came out of it there was <laughs> nick and monahan and no waterman so i'm gonna use the old seinfeld seinfeld reference and i'm gonna say did you yada 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 over the good part <laughs> so so I talked to Ryan today briefly and he straight up said it was a racing deal. He was not willing to place any blame on on Sean that wasn't on him. So if that's what he wants to say, I'll go with it. Well, that's it fine. To me, I, from the video I saw, it looked like Ryan came off of two, maybe got a little loose, had to crack the throttle, came down the track, bumped the side of Sean and went around. I mean, it's racing deal it didn't look egregious on it in any way by sean so if that's what well, if that's if the case Waterman does a racing incident and i think that just that's the end of the conversation yeah yeah <laughs> if that's where they're gonna place it that's fine i mean that's we'll go with it and sean wasn't penalized i assume no he so. wasn't i'm pretty sure oh he was yeah they put him to the rear for it oh they did yeah they did and yeah. sean sean put a whole facebook live thing oh. up today i saw his picture in second and at the podium so yeah, i just well, kind of went off that i never saw what happened afterwards well so. the, well for to you know to the defense of the race directors the drivers are a lot closer than the race director is so it's vantage points are everything they you can, know they can I mean, lie to a, you. a race director is probably looking straight at it and you know from what he sees you know from even even if he's got like 2020 vision it doesn't really matter you know Sometimes, Here's another problem I have. It, it sometimes it just looks bad, even though it was just an incident, you know? And here's another problem I have, Jesse, and I think I brought it up last week, too. Webby needs to either ride his quad around and help the safety crew, or he needs to be the race director. You can't have him doing two jobs. He can't see everything and do everything all at once as one person. That's a tough, it's a tough way to live. really is. Yeah, to, to, it, his, it, to his credit... A, He's mostly in the turn four tower until a yellow comes out and he's got to hop on the quad. Yeah, because I've done the camera work up there. He's usually up there next to me. This is why they need a tower on the start finish line. Yeah, so that we've I got don't a centralized think the turn four tower point. is a good. It's good tough because point for that. it's tough because you can see all the way through one and two and down the back stretch pretty well, but once they go down the front stretch, it's well, really well, hard to see intent because that's kind of a well. Weird listen, angle. as a driver that has been put to the rear of the field for something that he does hasn't done. I, I, I'm like you know one of the few only innocent drivers that's ever existed. I, I know too. that happened to me. <laughs> you too. know I, I've been put to the rear and I didn't. I, I really didn't do anything wrong and it was a race and deal. But from their vantage point or whatever, Tapley put me to the rear and it's like okay, well I can kind of understand where they, where they, you know wh what they saw in that. And I'm like, well I'm not gonna you know bitch and yell and scream and you know yeah. do all that kind of stuff because from I understood as a driver from their vantage point. You know, I, I looked wrong. You know. Yeah, that happened to me too. But I wasn't wrong. And I was—I've never been wrong in a race car. No. 
Never, <laughs> not once. Once I that's did. That's when you know you're a race car driver. That's that's exactly all race car drivers are. No race car driver Never has wrong. ever been wrong. Yeah, that happened to no me. No drivers ever. That, been that wrong. happened to me too. Once I got into the back of somebody, and uh, I didn't have my foot on the gas at all. They just kind of stopped in front of me, and I turned them around, and I'm like, "Well, those optics are going to look really bad, even though I know mm. I didn't do anything wrong." Right. They brake checked. I just I just kind of pulled to the bottom of the racetrack, and Scott said, "You know, to the rear, and thanks for pulling down early." And I'm like, "I already knew it. <laughs> I just do. I understood the optics and what they expected." And I said, well, that's going to look bad for me. I didn't do that on purpose. Yeah, they brake checked <laughs> me, and I'm going to pay for it. Yep. Yeah, now I remember screwed. that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I understood. So I I actually went up and shook his hand afterward. I said, I know you didn't want to make that call, but you you had to. That's part of it. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's all good. It's not a not it's, an issue at all. So Yeah, so Nick Covey got the win. Yep. And uh, I think uh, – uh, um, uh, Doug Curry won the triple crown, triple threat, triple threat, triple threat. Yeah, <laughs> triple threat. All right, so that's right. I remember that. I remember that from basketball. They haven't decided to pass. I could shoot or I could dribble past you. Now I'm that was triple threat. I'm thinking that, that's it. I'm thinking that uh, they haven't decided a champion yet because they're going to wait until the last race. I don't even know what the point situation looks like, which is I hope what Mitch knows because I don't know a thing. Uh, Doug's pretty comfortable up top. It's the rest of them that are fighting. Okay, how far up is uh, Doug right now? Doug's got the he's championship up. lead too, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, he's he's up twenty six over Waterman and Nick. That's fantastic. Wait, wow. Is it two point? Is it two points per position down? Yeah, thirty two to win, twenty nine for second, and then one down. See, that's it. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, at least we, he's, he's got to have another kid. <laughs> he's got to have another kid next year to repeat. They More him. babies, fire him out. Babies. Boom. <laughs> Just start firing that She's out. Gonna Let's go. Hate us She's going to be pregnant so much. More than already does. That's right. Okay, so Dougie. This is going to be like wheel. our wedding night. I'm going to make you pregnant. Dougie, <laughs> just keep the wheels on it, dude. Okay, no yeah, dumb stuff. That's awesome. All right, so. Um, Good job, Doug. Hopefully you get it. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Doug should change his number and car look so nobody knows it's him. Yeah, because he already had that problem at Thompson a um, couple years ago. <laughs> Because okay. he had he had Ray Christian driving his backup car, and somebody <laughs> deliberately just took Ray out, <laughs> and it wasn't Doug. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was freaking hilarious. Like, hey, I mean, wrong guy. I know this this week. You know, he's the triple threat point was a lot closer than this. I forgot what the number was. I think it was like eleven, mm. and and he was running behind Aaron Plemons and Ed Gerge for maybe five ten laps and they were door to door sideways coming out of four almost every other lap and i'm like oh man doug's gonna get sucked into that he's gonna that's he, had, he had to worst. come back from the rear like twice and he still managed to hang on to that so that was that was cool awesome all right so we should move into mini stocks because i know nothing of the points in that either uh charlie canfield won again um i'm sure the points are tight between him and tommy shea so no. silva whatever his name is unfortunately <laughs> wrong for Charlie, tommy <laughs> Unfortunately for Canfield, he uh he didn't get to start one race. He had wow. a, some electrical thing go wrong. So he's he's pretty much he would have been, you know, real close to Tommy, but Tommy's got eighteen over G side right now. I forgot about G side. <laughs> he's trapped in second place. He's yeah, he's just perennial getting trapped in second or third or something, so I only write down the winner. Yeah, I, that whole race that was also, you know, real exciting. Uh John Balvalaco was winning and he had Canfield knocking on his door the entire race, 
and he just took away Canfield's high line because you know that's that's where he's best. And he got Canfield got the lead back, and there was a yellow. I forgot when late in the race, and Pavlaka was able to get back in front, and he just. I don't know if the handling must have went away. It was getting pretty iffy for him, but can't feel it was able to get it back again. It was side by side for most of those twenty-five laps. Go ahead, Jesse. I know you want to embarrass me. No, I was just like, you know, <laughs> uh, how, so what's the point situation now uh, at the top with uh, 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 the twenty-five and and, and thirty-one and well, so, the eighty-three. Silva, and Silva's eighteen points up. And, uh, right, and thirty-three back. <laughs> So eighteen, I guess. Okay, eighteen. Um, oh, well. All right, so that's with one point every every position. That's not really going to be easy to come up with something there. All right, so G side's the only one with a chance. All right, so let's go into SK Lights, which I knew nothing about. Again, all of these I know nothing about. Uh, Ethan DeRozier won. Apparently, it was finally. His, apparently, it was his first win, which is pretty cool. First wins are always good. You always feel good about them. Uh, I know nothing of that points championship either. I'm hearing stuff about Buddy, uh, but again, I haven't looked because I don't know where. <laughs> Sorry, Mitch would know. That's why he's here. So uh, I missed I missed most of that race. I was stuck in victory lane for uh, you know the whole triple threat double victory lane thing. But right. when I looked back at the track with three to go, and I saw Derosha was winning, I ran over there because that was a cool moment, and I wanted to get at least one picture of it. So I haven't looked yet, but. They might all be blurry, and I'm kind of sad about that. Oh, but, uh, he had Chapman all over his bumper. He was holding them off. Mm -hmm. That that was a pretty cool finish too for him. Uh, Ethan had come close so many times too beforehand. <laughs> he still got a quarter panel on that car, roughed up from like week five. <laughs> I believe races like us just hammer it out and stick it back on, fix it later. Oh yeah. So, so uh, the, the points, buddies, sixteen up over Burroughs. Uh, that's pretty tough to make up too but he's he's there and then john o'sullivan's third with he's 22 back so he's still mathematically has a shot for it all right where's jason jason is where is he fifth here and he's but he missed the race so that probably hurt him too he's 51 out oh he missed the race gotcha mm. forgot yeah that'll kill you all right so another points title that i know nothing about but i know it's got to be close is the late models uh, it looks oh, this like, is the closest. <laughs> uh, good. I want to see close. I'm kind of buried in a close one right now as it is. Um, late models. Jason Palmer won. It's almost like, oh God, he's almost won like double digits this year or something. It's got to be his ninth or tenth. I forget yeah. how many he's won. Um, so what's the points championship look like there? I think Ray finished pretty well in this race as well. Yeah, he finished right behind him again. It's again. usually just them two. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. From what I've seen this year, that's all I've seen is those two guys. Yeah, uh, it's uh, two points separate, and Palmer's ahead. Oh, geez. Oof. All right. So, wow. um, if Ray basically, if Ray wins the feature and Palmer's second, he could pretty much win the title then. Except yep. it might be—is it three points or two points for the win? Thirty-two to twenty-nine. So that's, I'm not that's good enough. at math. That's three, wow. right? So if he wins, that's he <laughs> so if he wins, yeah, he wins the title. Yeah, or two positions. Yeah, that too. Well, then there'd be tie. <laughs> three, so three, three positions. Yeah, we'll go three. Just win. I don't yeah, really see win. that. Yeah, I don't see that happening with Palmer. He's probably going to have to win. So um, so that's interesting. That's going to be fun to watch. Uh, SKs, they had their final points event already. Spoiler alert. Uh, Andrew Moeller won. Uh, I heard this was a race of attrition. 
um, according to the Facebook from according to the Facebook post, probably from Mitch. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. And uh, final points event for the SKs, and Todd Owen was the overall points champion again. So he's having a pretty well. He had a pretty damn good year. One, Back to your chassis pro thing, Flannery finished third in one of his cars. Yeah, he f- did. Yeah, I forgot Anthony was in one of his cars now. Yeah, okay. He's, so, he's been good in that car at Waterford. Yeah, well, Anthony, Christ, that kid's won a lot of races there too. Um, I forget how many. Sid's not here to update that, but I know he's. He knows how to get around. He knows how to get around there. He's won a ton yeah. of late model races. He knows the way around. A ton of legends and races. Legends. Yeah, yeah, legends races. And yeah, so he knows his way around it quite obviously. Uh, but yeah, Todd Owen, double track champion. Um, I don't know where he is up at Thompson if he's even racing there. <laughs> I don't know. They haven't raced in SKs. Points? Yeah, I don't know where they've raced it. SKs at all up at Thompson. They have three Two events, I think. They have three races, one every single day of the World Series, and they're all points. So, oh my god. Yeah. Play play, play a guessing game. How many SKs don't make it through all three days? Depends on how many show up. Yes, <laughs> that is fair. That's a sliding scale. <laughs> they'll, they'll start with 30 and end with maybe 10, 12. That's it. 14. Was, I'll give him 14. The five. I'll give him 14. <laughs> One thing I didn't know until yesterday, Ed Puglio raced? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. I had no clue. He actually has SK modified wins at Waterford. Yeah, but he hadn't raced an SK there in a while. Yeah, I think that's his old car, too, that yeah. he brought out of uh, storage. I, they still have it, yeah. yeah. But I guess there was a... Was there like a couple multi-car wrecks in that race or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Uh, yeah, there was... When I was able to re-enter the track, I was going through all the carnage in the escape pits. And, oh, it's that bad. Oh, yeah. One of the uh, Joey Gata brought his backup car between Heat and Feature or something like that. It, the red car to the black car, and mm-hmm. the rear end was all stuffed in. Mm-hmm. Julio was trying to turn into the pits, but the right front was so bad, stuffed, wasn't spinning. He was almost running over the over Gata's car because he couldn't make the corner. It mm-hmm. was it was mayhem. And yeah. later, Timmy Jordan got. Uh, ended up in the wall i didn't see what happened but there was sparks from the back stretch where he stopped coming out of four it was pretty heated so there was that mm. i would assume a lot of good cars <laughs> got wrecked last night well the finale will be fun then oh yeah. yeah i don't i don't even know if the sks are going to be racing the finale down at waterford are they yeah, it's the uh, the fast five. The last fast that's right. Okay, so that's not a points race then. But that, that's that's why you'll be there. Oh yeah, well that we will be there. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for the plug, mission. There you go. There right. So Sid's view is returning for the fast five event in two weeks at Waterford for their finale. Boom. Yeah. Um, fast five have their own point standings too, separate, which Todd is also leading. So yeah, he's won one or two of those races. So yeah, he's having a Ted Christopher and uh, Keith Rocco type of year. Yeah. How many wins does Todd two have this threat. year at Waterford? I thought he only had one. Oh no, he's more than two. that. He's got at least he three. Two. Really? Oh, yeah. Something he's got, like that. He's got one with the normal weekly point, and he definitely won a fast five one. Did he? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like every time I looked on two. Race Day CT's updates, it was Timmy Jordan that won. No, that was just for like three weeks there, <laughs> yeah. or four weeks in a row, whatever it was. <sighs> yeah, so I think he's up those, two or three. Those so. fast five. Those fast five races get really good car counts i mean those do really well in terms of getting a full field i mean it's basically 40 something hundred dollars to win i think the last one was like 4100 bucks to win and it's like a 50 lap sk race 
which and they get 28 to 30 cars usually right yeah i mean we if sent you, them home last time like i said if you do the math you figure out how much they pay for a regular 35 lap sk race is like 1400 bucks on average between your three tracks so if you add 15 laps you go to 50 laps and you get 4100 bucks it's more than double so yeah. you're gonna get a good a good showing it's not a hundred lap race for five grand or anything it's a 50 lap race for almost that much so it's not as much wear and tear and you don't have to save as much or change is, tires is the so finale it's, 50 laps no no 100 yeah this oh, one this 100, one's gonna okay. be a big one <laughs> well, that's gonna be a marathon this is gonna be a yeah. big deal the other one seven thousand to win Ooh. Yeah. Wow. I honestly think the SK should run like 40, 45 laps there weekly anyway. No, 35 is oh. fine. They don't need to it's wear It's kind of crazy there. they run 35 in Stafford, which is double the size, or at least like 1.5 times the size. I thought they 40. ran 40 at Stafford. They do, they but do. it's like Waterford is shorter, and yet they run less laps. Yeah, We, we I'm ran just, 40 that's... for like a year, and it was, for some reason, the extra five laps is just excruciating to me. I just want to <laughs> remind Phil that he forgets every time we raced after SKs, we would be sitting in our race cars for so long that we would get out and go to the bathroom. Right. I think he forgets that. <laughs> forget, yeah, I forget that. Usually a lot of the veteran drivers, they will go to the staging area not buckled in without their helmet on. Especially when here the SK we just features get out. out of, yeah. Here we just get out of the car under a red flag on the front stretch. Yeah, because you guys are still in the racetrack. You don't have to get out and forget it. Yeah, many races I've had to sit in there and sweat to death or freeze to death and have the SKs take, like, two or three red no, flags. I, get, and, I have backache. I'm old yeah. and been in a lot of crashes, so I need to get out. That's stretch. Yeah. Definitely going to use the porta potty more than a few times. Well, All right. Go get a cheeseburger. Who, you get hungry. Who, who got second in points at the bowl in the SK? Was it Di Matteo? Yeah, yeah, I uh, think so. Yeah, DiMatteo was eight back, and then Joey Gata was twenty-seven back. He was—they were the only three that had a shot going into this. Now, DiMatteo wasn't actually in his normal car for the feature, from what I could hear. Correct. Yeah, he was in the the Bear Fourteen. Yeah, I saw that. Hmm. And I don't know if you noticed that Stafford—he—the last two weeks of Stafford, he's been driving the Hummel uh, Hot Dogs car, the Eleven. I think it's a good fit. I think he could do something with that car if they give him a little bit of time. You know, it's, it's pretty oh. funny because I was, I was preparing my Facebook post while the race was going on like I do and hope I'm right with. And uh, I thought Todd had it locked up because, you know, being in the infield, nobody tells me anything. And I didn't realize Corey was in the 14. So I'm like, oh, Todd's got it wrapped up. I can just write this all out right now. And nope. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it, it was usually Bill Anderson that was in that car. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was there in the heats with it. And then they had a driver change for the feature for some reason. Yeah, I think Corey had a problem with the yeah, sixth some, car. Yeah, something must have happened. Obviously, yeah. But the old man, you know, Billy Anderson, he's been kicking everyone's ass in that car when it actually hits the racetrack. He, had he like won a, a race, didn't he? He had, yeah. a, he had like a win in a second, like two, right, right in a row. Yeah, the with, car runs up front at Waterford. With no handicap. The thing's moving. Yeah. So that's pretty fascinating. Uh, so, all right. Kind of winding down to the local stuff. Seekonk ain't racing. They're done. Uh, a lot of other places are done. Thompson's not done, obviously. Uh, they're but not I, done. They're going to be this weekend. I did watch a little bit of uh, when it comes to airtime. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, I did watch a little bit of Oktoberfest from Lee USA Speedway this weekend on Speed Fifty One. It was free for subscribers, so it wasn't really free. <laughs> free if you pay eighty nine ninety nine a year. <laughs> um, so didn't Derek uh, Griffith race the MRS race? There? He did, and I believe yep. he finished third. 
Pittsburgh. Yep. Did he really? He ran wow. a 25 mile final. Yeah. Yeah, he I heard Jacob Perry ran one the one won the features, right? Yep, Perry won one of the first four. Or they had yep. twin forty lap MRS races. Jacob Perry won the first one, and Rusty Poland, who actually is like a pro stock racer, uh, he won the second one. Uh, Brian Roby, who is a uh, NHSTRA modified hot shoe, usually yeah. at Manadnock and stuff, uh, he was crowned the twenty twenty one MRS series champion. Uh, I noticed the stands were mm, fairly empty, at least from what the com- the camera would show, and I don't know why. Uh, Lee offers up a lot of exciting racing. They're kind of like the speed bowl with less banking and a little less turn radius. It's a dog leg too. Yeah, yeah. and a little dog leg on the back. And a lot of speed bowl regulars used to go up for Oktoberfest uh, when this back a long time ago. The schedule at, at Lee was a lot more conducive. The speed bowl would have a little bit of a break before the finale, or or even they would have they would finish up. And it used to be around Columbus Day. Yeah, they used to uh, the speed bowl used to be finished before the Oktoberfest. So, uh, in between uh, the speed bowl and the World Series, a lot of speed bowl regulars used to race, and ha- used to race the Oktoberfest, and, and they didn't have to change gears, they have to change setup or anything. Not they really, would just no. basically tow the car up there and, and drive. Yeah, and well, usually, well, my car is there. Yeah. That track eats up tires, doesn't it, Lee? Yeah, they run a 790 tire anyway, like up north. So they, uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I don't know how old the pavement is. Um, you know, well, the modified uh, guys complaining about the the tire wear. Yeah, well, it's probably a little bit of an older modern. pavement, you know. And they can buy tires though. <laughs> but, yeah, but back yeah back you know fifteen you know ten fifteen years ago the schedule was a lot more conducive. It was a little bit more organized. Yeah. So. Well, I guess of, they're gonna have enough tires for the Thompson 300. So. I guess so. I have no idea. I hope when, so yeah. because that's going to be the Thompson 300. You know that was an event, man. Oh my God, was that it? was the last that time. That was the stay. We had standing room only for that. That, that was the last. Really? I think we went to the oh. last Thompson 300 because we were racing there at the time. I think. Oh. And uh, yeah, that's the last time I ever saw standing room only at Thompson. We were standing in the turn f- or on the ground under the turn four grandstands because with Bob little... Potter. Yeah, with we're, Bob yeah, Potter. Yeah, with Bob Potter, my father. Yeah. We were hanging out, you know, drinking beers and stuff, watching the race. Yeah. And Charlie Patrick ran out of gas. And we almost cried. I mean, we felt so bad for him. Yeah. He, sh- he had, he had that race wrapped. Had it won. He had it wrapped up. And his, they put his crew chief on suicide watch, even though it wasn't his fault. I mean, they just didn't get it no. full or something happened. But they he ran out of won- gas with three to go. Who won the race? I forget. But Charlie's Charlie yeah. came, Charlie is from the same home. probably Mike Stefanik or something. He's, Charlie's from our hometown, you know. You know, mm-hmm. we well, grew Chris up. Chris Pastryak yeah. has been doing pretty good in the open mod this year. He's been pretty decent at Thompson this year. Yeah. I'm, well, yeah, hopefully he's got a good you know? shot at this. So and uh, twenty thousand dollars to win plus they're going to have lap money. So that's going to be a for every lap big race well they want to make it for everybody they want to make it yeah but they're you know they're working on it it's gonna be a big deal for whoever's in charge of that oh geez <laughs> i mean the the world series is always been my favorite race that anybody who's anybody has always raced at the world series at, at at thompson yeah okay uh hands up in this room uh who has a world series victory phil i let a lap there you go Brent, that, you know what that means? I should have won it like three goddamn times. You know what that means, In Brent? a row. You know what that you means? Were, you were not going to win it in 2016. No, probably not, but I was trying. <laughs> we, we were both putting clips on the car. 
I definitely wasn't going to win because I was in the infield watching it. <laughs> I I tried really hard. And you I tried to wreck I me broke. on lap three. You ran me into the marbles. What do you expect me to you do? Know, I was talking about him, <laughs> Jesse. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Brent, that means I, this is your year. I guess I got to win it now. This is your year. I'd like another one this of those, please. <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. You've you got to join the club. To, you've come close this year. Yeah, uh, too close. Got to join the club. Third, second, third, fourth are my finishes. Yeah. I just really hope they put some effort into the trophies for you guys because the trophies they've been given this year have been pathetic. Kind of weak sauce. I've actually given my like podium trophies away to my sponsor. <laughs> it's a $3 <laughs> plastic trophy. I'm, I'm like, here you go. I don't, I don't want one that doesn't say winner on it. I don't care. If they say winner on it, I don't care. Just give it to me. I'm just I'm lucky to even be you know in victory lane. Yeah. Because no, you, you never know I when think... you you never know when your last race is going to be your win is going to be you never know when your last one's going to be yeah I agree with that but I think they should put a little more effort into the trophies oh yeah yeah but whatever I'm just happy we get them tracks down here do the same thing if I just get one I'm happy that's all I care about you got what 17 divisions for the World Series this year I think so something close to that it's usually some crazy number God I hate my job no Isma though. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, yeah, no really? super mods. That stinks. Yeah. No super mods? They said no it's super mods. They said it takes a lot for them to get them there, especially with the three hundred and Oh bull yeah. crap. So Man, that's they... that's weak. I, that's one of my favorite divisions. That's uh, uh, I guess it's like the difference of do you want to pay ninety bucks for three days or a hundred plus oh, please. I don't boo, know. I don't know. This if, man. if they would have if they would have run the NHS TRA late model sportsman, I would have come. No, you wouldn't have. Yeah, you uh, would. <laughs> it would have rained out. Yeah, it would have. Uh, it's not my call. All right. So we'll get moving on into some uh, national stuff to close this thing out because uh, bathroom's calling here. Do we TM- have to because... TMI, but, you know. The truck race was terrible. <laughs> well, no, because terrible. I have well, other... When they wrecked two-thirds of the field? Well, I got other news before that. Uh, former Truck Series competitor John West Townley who spent oh, yeah. about a decade floating around the upper echelons of NASCAR, son of co-founder Zaxby's Restaurants, was shot and killed in an uh, attack in Athens, Georgia, on Saturday around 9 p.m. He was 31 years old. A 30-year-old unidentified woman was also shot in the incident, and last reports uh, list her condition as serious. They have a suspect named, but I don't know if he's in custody yet. So uh, That's really incredibly sad. I don't know what was going on. I don't know where they were not my life i don't know how to you know to I, take I saw it but it's like that it was a domestic dispute but that's, that's terrible or a yeah, love triangle weird. thing because it was yeah. yeah that's weird um that would that suck sucks. that really sucks i mean the guy's 30 i didn't even know he was 31 i thought he was older because no, he was young he was spent like like i said 10 years in nascar and i thought he was older than that but 31 that's way too young man I'll never forget when he finally got that first truck win at Vegas because yeah. he was always known as the guy that wrecked all of his stuff. I mean, we so used John Rex Weekly. What did we used to call him? John Rex Weekly. Right, Phil. Yeah. yeah. And, and Brent, yeah. And, and um, got the win at Vegas, and then he had that fight with Spencer Gallagher at The Gateway. best fight ever. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. That was some WWE stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, give him a DDT, dude, on the asphalt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least he didn't hurt each other. Uh, but that was... And his name is John Cena. <laughs> Sorry, headphone users. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, speaking of trucks, uh, you wouldn't know by looking, but Tate Fulman won the truck race at Talladega, <laughs> and people were like, "Who? 
Yeah, he runs one of the um, uh, the young Young motorsports, yeah, trucks, which are perennial backmarkers or something. They lower lower dollar team. Won this race last year too with uh, Spencer Boyd. That is right. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because um, what's his name? Sauter got penalized for forcing um, forcing Hirsch below the yellow line. It's you know it's the typical super speedway equalizer. Uh, if you have crappy kind of lower budget equipment and you run it on any other track, it's kind of like meh. But if you go to the super speedway, then everybody's kind of got a chance. And he put himself in great position late and uh, got to the front late. Yeah, know, he didn't die. He didn't wreck he didn't like everybody. The yeah, he didn't, he, avoided the he didn't wreck like everybody else. I rewatched the end of the race because I thought he just flat out turned John Hunter Nemechek at the line, which it really looked like it. But rewatching it. Hunter Nemechek pulled down a little bit, and Fogelman, I think he was thinking he was a little further up his bumper and didn't want to get into him. But you saw him kind of clip the apron, and when he clipped the apron, that upsets the truck pretty bad. And yeah. it just kind of came up the racetrack, and I think he just kind of went with it, and it just knocked him on the left rear and turned No, he did it on purpose. If he did, right. he, made... he was sideways, but he still did it on purpose. He did a really good because job. Because he goes, okay, I'm <laughs> sideways, I'm sideways. I'm, oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to turn the other way, and I'm going to aim for that left rear quarter panel. Like, I've had and enough I'm, of this. I'm, <laughs> uh, Tim or me, and you know what? I think it's going to be me. And you know what? That's that's the way it is. Good for him. Because you know what? Like me. He did it on the fly, obviously. But I mean, it's a little team, and they could use the exposure. You know, well, he didn't though, get any exposure because TV didn't interview him in post race. Yeah, which sucks because they did definitely go way over time. But and yeah. he was in the infield care center. Yeah, that too. And the truck had to That's get towed twice back. In the and, last month that the winner has wrecked their shit. I, I get the Watch policy. Profanity. God, can we just <laughs> oh, interview Sorry. these guys first? <laughs> you know what I noticed about the truck Sorry, racing. Sid. <laughs> you know what I noticed about the truck racing at, at Daytona at uh, Talladega? Excuse me. There was not a lot of passing. To be fair, there really wasn't. <laughs> you, they slowed they everything down in the name of, you know, passing and making things good, but you, they couldn't pass. Not, There's no passing. Not it's as basically much as before. a 190 mile an hour formation lap or uh, pace lap or whatever. And they wreck. Yeah, and, and the only way you can pass is to push the guy in front of you and to pass somebody is is to push the guy in front of you, and then once you do that you're on the verge of wrecking because your bumper is against the truck in front of you. So I, th- I think that what is this all about? I think that wreck on the backstretch was the biggest wreck the trucks have ever had. At least that's the biggest one I remember seeing in the trucks. The most car count or talking about, body count? talking about the one that Jen Joe Cobb piled in? <laughs> yes. Years late? Yes. Yeah, she went full Sheldon Creed from the week before. <laughs> yeah, she was yeah, upset that fair. she didn't get approved for Dega yeah. Cup back in the spring and then pulls that off. <laughs> Parker's like, let me introduce you to a brake pedal. <laughs> or I, Sheldon Creed. I don't blame from... Parker. I'd be pissed if I was him. He missed it. Well, yeah, but I ran mean, into from did. behind. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, shouldn't the A-team be just as mad about Sheldon Creed? From he last, should be, yes. At Las Vegas? I, I believe mean, give you me should a break. Yeah, Indeed. And speaking, about, speaking about not giving licenses out, you know, what was that Red Six truck or whatever that lost it and just buried his truck in? At the back of the pack, I don't even know. Who drives the six? Is that Norm Benning? No, not Norm Benning. Norm Benning. Yeah, but it was a different different truck. truck. Yeah, different truck. It was a different truck. I was about to say, don't, 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 don't disrespect Storm and Norman. Like, come on. No, that's why Jennifer (laughs) Joe Cobb didn't have her. That's why her license was 
yeah taken away because yeah she got into it with norm benning who took her out and and blah 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 yada yada over the that happened in richmond or whatever person in nascar right oh no he's not no no he's not no he ain't (laughs) hey at least he's not stealing equipment so no i Um, mean he was (laughs) no the whole (laughs) jennifer joe cop (laughs) thing was kind of bull crap all right so that kind of moved us into the xfinity series race now which i didn't see i did and it was Please. I saw uh, they the guys were all complaining because NASCAR changed the package for the Xfinity series, which they absolutely did not need to do at all. They what did ra- they do? I think they took power away. Why? I don't remember. So it's, it became like they the took truck something. Race. Yeah. Listen to um, Noah Gregson's interview. He talks about the package uh, because he got absolutely destroyed. Um, oh my gosh, that was bad. And his twenty five team... years ago he doesn't get out of that car. No, no. he doesn't. And his teammate, uh, Sam Mayer, also got destroyed really bad as well. Yep. Um Junior Motorsports rode off. Had a good day two, for JRM. Yeah, two complete cars minimum. Um I think the other two were still running at the end. But uh because of the red flags and other situations between the truck race and the Xfinity series race, this race ran long. Uh, and it was pretty exciting at the end, and then they had a final caution, and there were three wide for the lead, and they had to go to the timing loops, and the timing loops said that Brandon Brown was the leader. Now, he is. A, this is just a fantastic story, and I think I'm going to use oh, yeah. a picture from this for the Instagram post later. It's basically him and his dad. It's a family-run team. Uh, they do everything themselves with a very, very small bare-bones crew. And uh, they, he said it over the listening to his radio broadcast uh, oh, live, yeah. live as he was coming to take the checkered flag. Uh, I had man tears coming. I'm like, wow, this is this reminds me of my first win, or my biggest win, which is that trophy right there. Um, but yeah, it was just an incredibly special moment to watch, and I really felt for the guy for a long time because I know he's been they've been getting faster and faster, and the story came out yes. that. Uh, back earlier in the season, they'd almost run out of funding, which was the used car video that went viral. <laughs> used car, <laughs> yep. used car salesman video that he made Social that went media viral. Genius. Yeah, he was a marketing major in college, mm. which it shows genius. Um, but he got funding because of that, and because of that, they were able to continue racing, and because of that, they won. And he's which, good. He can he can wheel it. He's incredibly with the equipment he he's has. He yeah. races. He races that car like they don't pay for it. <laughs> let's just, um, yeah. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but it paid off. It has. Yeah, he's kind of like a Ryan Sieg, which is kind of like an, a little bit of an underfronted team that overachieves. Yeah, Jeremy Clements that overachieves. Yeah. Ryan Sieg. It reminds me of when yeah. Jeremy Clements won at Road America a few years back. Yeah. yeah. Same basic situation. And you know what's funny about the interview? Yeah. Uh, the, the the funniest part was. Uh, not when the fans were chanting "F Joe Biden," blah, 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 because blah, I thought F they were Joe saying Biden, "Let's go, Brandon." But no, no, yeah. he didn't say that. Yeah. The reporter said that. I could have and said it clearly yes. heard. Yeah, that cover up worked. That cover up did not. Yeah, that cover up. Well. That was yeah, great thinking on the fly there. But yeah, that's embarrassing. No, that's not what it was. I must have been tired. Yes, you <laughs> were. You were tired and on the... drugs. If you heard, if you thought that he I said, might've... "Let's go, Brandon." I might have. Are hit you the talking pen. about when he opened the can with his teeth? That was amazing. I was like, this guy knows how to party. Oh, my party. gosh. He that what? Hurt my mouth just seeing he that. He gets out of the car in Victory Lane. Let me paint the picture for you, Jess. Please, because he gets I out of the, He drives it to Victory Lane. His crew is standing there p- 
pumped and they've got their sodas and drinks and all sorts of stuff ready sponsored drinks because i think he's sponsored by a hard lemonade company or something and he gets yeah. to he gets out of the car and they douse him and he stands up and he's got the checkered flag in one hand and the can in the other and he's like screw it and he goes like this with his teeth and opens it with his teeth and like sprays the thing Hold everywhere and i'm like this guy knows how to party <laughs> Wait, Jesse's going to go get now. a beer. He's, he's going to go get oh, one just no. to demonstrate. <laughs> you damn near knocked your table over. <laughs> I hope that our mother is not watching because <laughs> they. St- I hope my that your parents, dentist is not watching. Well, my no, I hope our orthodontist isn't watching because my mother and father spent a lot of money, almost, almost. on our teeth. <laughs> Notice how straight they are. Now, now, what and, did he um, do? How he, did he do this? He had it in his hand, and he just... With his teeth. No, Ugh. no, he didn't bite through it. He just opened the tab with his teeth. I don't know what I'd do without old Chompy here. Yeah! He did it. Look at it. He yeah! It. yeah. <laughs> Calm down. My party or what? Okay, that's... I can hear it. It's gross. <laughs> yes! Awesome, dude. Now oh, He did that? Yeah, he did that. Rock and roll. I ain't, look at the teeth. Not even broke a deal. Yellow, didn't even but fall. I, think, I think I see a little chip under there. It didn't oh, even no. fall out or nothing. They didn't, didn't even fall out. Either. Look, I didn't break nothing. Hey, comforts are good. All right, all right. I so that's th- cool. I don't think you're gonna see a truck spin. Yeah, double fisting again, unless they do it earlier in the day, because people <laughs> were pissed that the race was ended due to uh, short darkness. Well, they should just be glad that it didn't rain, and they. I mean, nine laps, it is what it is. I mean, just... It, I don't want them to go you know. into the corner in 190 miles an hour and then a thunderstorm you know, look, yeah. just open up. Ask Kyle Busch hey, how that worked out no in New Hampshire you. this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's happy the, about it. I think Why does Talladega not have lights? It's really big. I don't know. I don't know, Martin. <laughs> that place would be amazing with lights. It's Why doesn't expensive, Dover? dude. I can't even imagine how much that would cost. Martinsville didn't have lights until only like a couple years ago. Martinsville they used to rent lights. lights at Martinsville for. Well, well, that was one of the things. Like hell, either freeze over or Martinsville was going to get lights. Yeah, you know. So Dover, that's only a recent phenomenon. Hey, Dover didn't have yeah. lights. That's yeah. nah, whatever. I know New Pol- Hampshire Pol- doesn't, doesn't have lights, but that's like a town thing. Pol- yeah, Pol- doesn't have lights. Yeah, they they won't either. No. <laughs> that never happened. No, people yeah, hate on Pocono. I love way. Pocono. Well, here's the thing: a lot of people yeah. really just don't like the fact that NASCAR starts these races late. But it's not NASCAR; it's NBC. It's TV. It's NBC. It's TV. You know what? TV. The ratings prove that it works. That's why they do it. I- I agree. Yeah. They would mm-hmm. almost rather back themselves into a, a time constraint than run it earlier and not get any ratings. I know. Well, how think- much does TV pay? How much does TV pay NASCAR? Yeah, they're going to listen to TV. Billions. With a B. Yes. <laughs> Both that's, that's, networks. That's, why do you think we have the chase? Yeah. Both networks TV. with a B. So, yeah. I'm, I'm sure the next TV contracts won't be as expensive as the one they got many years ago. I we'll don't see. think the next TV We'll see. The ratings have actually gone up a little bit. But yeah. This year, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Streaming's going to become a thing now, so. Yeah, well, they better oh, be yeah, prepared that, for that. that whole garbage that is lucrative. <laughs> well, what's going to suck about that is that each channel is going to have their own premium subscription streaming channel so it's going to cost more money at yeah. least that's tv is going to become a la which carte is, pretty damn soon that's going to be annoying yeah which is why i'm going to which is why you get a tour a, a tour network go on the onion 
and you browse anonymously, and then you pirate all the streams. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jesse's talking yes, deep web that stuff. This is what you do, people. <laughs> dark, dark web. I don't need this to hire a killer, so I don't happen. need to do that. Yeah. This would never, ever happen. This is... I would love to see NASCAR put its plat- its cars, its racing on something like Speed 51 or, or Flow. Well, is Speed 51 the... owned by RTA? They are now. I, yeah. yeah, they are now. But I would love to see them with the short track racing so that the fans see big NASCAR and big NASCAR fans see what we do too. I think they try to do that with track pass, but it doesn't really work that way. Yeah. They, they only have a few tracks and it's only really, uh, specific to that market. Well, track, I know track pass (laughs) has Langley every week, I believe. Yeah. They have that. They have pretty much Langley every week and they don't have, they're not as vast as a flow or a speed fifty one. No, like oh, no. variety of coverage. Yeah. So no. I forget when track I, pass exists after Smyrna. I, I just yeah right exactly <laughs> totally Mitch. I Unless agree. you want to watch the tour race, but that's about it. I Nobody agree. watches tour races. I'm just anyway. glad the trucks are going back to IRP next year. That's finally killer. Finally, yeah. That's Xfinity needs to go there too. Xfinity should have never left there. Cup Series should yeah. go there. Screw Indy. Cup Series should just stay on the Indy Oval and let everyone else go to IRP like they used to. It I don't worked. mind the road course at Indy, though. Even <laughs> though that might be a hot take. Like I said, it's if, like going to the Grand Canyon and only seeing the gift shop. If they're going to stay on course. the Indy Oval, they need to do the high uh, horsepower, low downforce package. Oh, for sure. Nobody well, we likes the 550 pa- package. We don't know what package they're going to have uh, with the next-gen car. No, they don't even know. They have wider wheels and an under tray, and hopefully they'll have better body arrow and so they can take the sport. Well, this is an off. iRacing design car, so this, they're, they're waiting for the next update to come out. That's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Good. While they're at it, they should take that Delara that they did and use that for F1. Yeah, totally. All right, well, so. they should just make Indy cars into F1 cars because Indy cars pass. Indy F- cars car, are F1 fun. cars don't. Indy car has been a lot more fun to watch, and there was no F one race this week, so Jesse doesn't have so to. So I die. don't get to die today. That's F1 great. F one has been amazing this year. F one really, sucks. It really has been good. <laughs> the the F one's been really damn good this year, it's and they're gonna fun. have a new car next year too. So that'll be interesting to see. I just hope that new car is good. Yeah. Yeah. All well, right. Like I, I don't like to. Car. I can only die so many times, so I don't venture to. <laughs> Watch the F1 are they, race. Are they shortening the wheelbase on the new F1 yes. car? Yes, by quite a bit. Really? Thank yeah. God. That thing's longer than my truck right now. It's like yeah. eight inches or something they're taking out of the thing. It's like a 156-inch wheelbase. That's going to get Is huge. it that long? Holy moly. They're long they cars. They don't turn very well. Well, yeah, but that's because they have so much horsepower to, to weight. Mm. That's that's why a longer wheelbase car makes it a lot more stable coming off. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to act more like a rally car. Yeah. I think so. they're tightening regulations a bit with those cars too. Oh, Not the to indie car levels, but to some extent. They have to, but the, they still need to allow innovation, so that's the kind of the rub there. The that's the difference F1, between IndyCar and F one. The yeah. current F one wheelbase is hundred and thirty three inches, hundred and thirty four Yeah, I think they knocked it back like twelve or some fifteen inches or so. It's going back a ton. I know that. Good. So yeah. yeah, that's a limo. Yeah, that is and a limo. Isn't isn't F one trying to get like I don't know if it's next year or the year after, like 900 horsepower, or is that IndyCar? I couldn't remember. Either one, I don't care. Let's see it. More horsepower. <laughs> Let's see Nine more horse, power. 900 horsepower on either of those cars would be insanity. Well, back in the... that's j- a, a Cup cars probably got 900 horsepower. They used to. 900, yeah. 950 unrestricted, yeah. They used to, yeah. 
back in the day when they had the big turbo cars, Indy car or F1 cars used to put out over a thousand horsepower. Oh, back when the V10 era, back yeah, in, back in the V10 era, back they were that was they were monsters. That was, you want to talk about sound? I wish I got to hear again those V10 engines. Oh, they were yeah, amazing, fantastic. All right, so I'm just I might as well wrap this thing up, where we can talk about racing forever. All right, so um, anybody got any last thing that I haven't mentioned yet at all? How you many just, cars do you think we're going to have for the open race at Thompson? Oh, uh, I think with that payout, you'll see close to thirty. At least, right. and they'll probably start 300? all. Yeah, yeah. Brent, what what lap are you going to get the lead at? What lap am I taking the lead at? Yeah, eight. Eight. Okay, good. Yeah. And mind you, you got to win the heat in the feature, like usual. <laughs> I've won three <laughs> out of four heats and finished second in the third one. Boy. So, boy. All right, so you can find this podcast on every major podcast platform. You can find it on Instagram at Making Laps Podcast. Facebook.com slash Making Laps Podcast, YouTube.com slash Sid's View. You can send us a email to Making Laps Podcast at gmail.com, or you can send a voicemail to anchor.fm slash Making Laps. Oh, Producer Junior's back in here and making noises. All right, so um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BrentGleason01. You can find Phil at, at PJ's Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find Mitch at uh, Bombard10M on Twitter, Instagram, and TK Race Photos uh, Facebook. And that's, yeah, that's, that's me. That's him. So he is the guy who takes care of Waterford because nobody else will do it, and he does the best job. So <laughs> I'm the winner of one. Exactly. And you can find Bonza at Bonza underscore T B O N S S A underscore T on Twitter and Instagram. All right, and you can find Jesse nowhere. Nowhere. You don't find me. I find you. Right. I deliver your package at the bottom of a pile of dirty clothes. Nobody wants to find me, anyways. (laughs) All right, so boy, you are very good at making noise, but can you make the right ones? (laughs) Say it nicely, please. How do we end this show? Keep your jersey down, stay out of Bonzo Fence. Thank you for listening. He, re- he read your name. <laughs> Keep the jersey. Bonzo Fence. Keep the dirty side down and stay out of the fence. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>